This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, how you doing tonight? I'm <laughs> doing great. I'm doing great, man. Things are just uh, rocking and rolling, you know. It's a it's a busy time of year, kind of, uh, you know, easing on into, uh, you know, the fall season and everything. And we're, uh, yeah, we're just trying to, trying to keep it between the ditches right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reality is, man, of course, we are easing into the fall season, but gosh, we're here in Mississippi where the summer is still going it's strong. It's long, man. I know it. It's a, it's a hot time of year. And so we've got a hot topic that I think a lot of people are going to really enjoy. No, I'm not talking about the uh, the retail hot topic where you get your latest uh, various gothic <laughs> products and such no i'm talking about <laughs> those uh, I, I like that uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was good yeah it's good <laughs> now i'm talking about the heat man it's it's hot outside and so uh we've got a special episode we're doing something a little bit different this week we've assembled a panel of tobacco specialists i'm talking about enthusiasts <laughs> who know a lot about living in the heat uh we actually had mark vv and uh and pi lawrence coming into town and i had the great opportunity to sit down with them that's right fellow brothers of the briar fellow uh fans of pipe tobacco and fellow southerners to discuss yeah. what it is like to enjoy your pipe or try to enjoy your pipe during the summers yeah best practices great discussion i think people are gonna really like it we've got a uh this is really exciting we got a, a crack team assembled here ladies and gentlemen uh this is uh this is real this is gonna be a fun topic and we got some fun voices uh let me go ahead and bring them on board so of course uh, you know him and we love him, and that's true for both these gentlemen. Uh, but first off, he is the founder of the Pipe Tool, uh, a prolific digital mind in the pipe and uh, tobacco world, uh, somebody who we've had on the show several times. And of course, the biggest claim to fame of all is responsible for helping us find the Pipe Mike logo, the creation of the Pipe Mike logo. Of course, I'm talking about James, a.k.a. Pylorns. Welcome. Thanks, Bo. Pleasure to be here uh, once again. Yeah, always happy to have you on the show. But you're not alone because I can't believe this. We actually have the man, the myth, the legend, uh, a very uh, a prolific member of the pipe uh, community and, of course, the Country Squire radio community. Uh, he's been listening since the earliest days, always very active on the live shows, and has even done some interning here and there and uh, and sometimes writing show notes, sometimes not writing show notes, but always a, a, a very welcome member of uh, the Country Squire radio community. Of course, I'm talking about Mr. Mark VV. What's going on? And you pr- pronounce your last name for the people. Van Vranken. That's why we call him Mark VV. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not known for much, but we are known for mispronouncing names. So. <laughs> That is, uh, that is our claim to fame. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, you know, aside from the fact that, um, you know, we're, we're all big uh, pipe fans and, and you, know, uh, you know, fans, obviously, of, of technology to some extent, right? We're big uh, podcast Correct. listeners and such. Um, we, we got a lot of similarities about us. One of the things is we all like food and we all like a certain kind of food. Uh, in fact, we actually just had lunch together. A pig and pint? Yeah, the pig and pint. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was excellent. Yeah. What, was excellent. And what did you eat? I had barbecue pulled pork. It was Mm, it's fabulous. You had, you had pulled pork. Pulled pork. All right, all right. And Mark, you you you, uh, you ate there too. Yeah, I had the uh, barbecue brisket and nachos. Okay, I had brisket as well. And you know the funny thing is, you know, for the folks at home, we actually we had lunch right after uh, meeting up at the Squire, so smoking some tobacco. I, I did have some tobacco there. Yeah. And what what uh, what what did you smoke? You know, after having your uh, barbecue, um, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, 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 brisket nachos. I believe I had the, it's a very new Squire blend called Cowboy Coffee. Cowboy Coffee. Okay. And did that uh, that go well together? It paired well. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yes. And Pi Lawrence, what about you, man? 
Um, I had some of my own blend, a little bit of uh, pumpkin, a little bit of uh, nutmeg, a little bit of spice, and I think it paired very well with the uh, uh, with the pulled pork. It brought up the peppery notes, especially with that that kind of mustard sweet barbecue sauce. Interesting, it's great. Okay, yeah. all right, good, good, good. So I, it's just interesting to me that um, you know having barbecue, smoke a tobacco. They paired so well. Paired so well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we're going to say about that right now, because John David's not here <laughs> to stop us. Uh, but no, of course, um, we've got something else that's very uh, true of all of us. We are all based out of here in the uh, the southeastern part of these United States. Of course, we are uh, here in Mississippi. Mark, you're from Louisiana. Correct. And uh, James, you're also in Austin, Texas. So between the three of us, we know a lot about the heat. And it is hot right now. It's really, it's really I mean, it's hot here. And I mean, I think I actually escaped Texas to come here because it's cooler here than it is in Austin. It's was 100, it 108, you said? Yeah, 108. Right That's now crazy. In Austin. Well, and the humidity is crazy right now, too, just on the, the day that we're recording. I mean, uh, we had a nice little rain this morning. It's humid like crazy. Are you guys originally from the South? Yeah. Yeah, from Louisiana. Born and born and raised in New Orleans. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. We're both from Louisiana. So we're both used to swamp bridges and, you know, 90%, 100% humidity. 105% humidity. Yeah. 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 So how did a bunch of like Southern based in the midst of this heat, sweltering heat and humidity, how did a bunch of guys like go to tobacco? Like why, why on earth? It seems like these two things don't mix. You, you would think so, but uh, I don't know. It just, it seems. It's grown down in the yeah. South. Well, that's so, the thing. You have so a freak. It's growing. It's growing down in the south. It only grows, you know, in certain between the Tropic of Cancer, Cancer, and Tropic of Cap, Capricorn. Location it has has to grow here, so we might as well smoke it. Yeah, that's good. Right. That's good. All right. So here's the thing, though. Well, you know, one of the things that to me, when I think of pipe smoking, and I, I probably shouldn't say this, being you know a host of Country Squire Radio, but to me, like the imagery that comes to my mind, the perfect smoke, is really only like during that that fall autumn sense like i don't long i long for my pipe in the fall i long for my pipe in the winter uh even in the spring you can enjoy like some good you know in my mind some of the uh, more aromatic tobaccos that sort of thing but the thought of smoking my pipe in summer i'll just put it this way it's not something that i long for but what about you guys i definitely don't long to smoke outside at all in the summertime yeah it doesn't really matter what it is i think i think it's whether it's a cigar or a pipe i just I'd rather not. So I smoke inside. That's 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 what it is. And we were talking about this earlier is the fact that a lot of pipe smokers switch to cigars during the summertime. But you're not getting a faster smoke. You're not getting a cooler smoke. You know, in some cases, uh, having a cigar in your mouth, the flame is closer to your to your mouth than it is in a in a pipe. Mm. But for some point. reason, people switch to cigars over summertime, and I haven't quite figured that out yet. All right, so I was thinking about that. All right, so so you know, there is kind of the imagery that comes with you know smoking a pipe, the idea that you're going to be enjoying it during uh, you know cold weather and everything else like that. But at the same time, when you're holding the pipe, you're holding a conductor of heat. You know what I mean? Like the briar in and of itself, uh, or whatever your you know your pleasure may be, is going to be like conducting that heat, holding that heat in, almost like a hand warmer. So, but with a cigar, at least for my money, a lot of time that heat is still away from you. If you're holding, you know, if you're holding the cigar, you're not holding it down by the ash. You're holding it, you know, much more cooler, closer to your mouth. Yeah, I guess there's good points of both way, whichever way you look at it. Yeah, but if you're clenching a pipe, then you're not holding it. Just in your mouth. But see, all right, so that's the question, though. I mean, like, I guess, is is summertime the, the time to clench your pipe? 
Yeah. 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 Time yeah. to switch tobacco choices, too. And and it goes both ways, but a lot of times people will switch to a sweeter tobacco during the summertime. Aromatics, yeah. yeah. But aromatics, for whatever reason, they just kind of click during the summer. Fruitier, sweeter. Yeah. I, you know, and, and it happens in, in Europe, too. I know the tastes over there are very similar, although they smoke a lot of aromatics all the time, but summertime seems to come out the, the peaches and the apples and your you know highly sweet fruits. And I think maybe it's just pairs with when you're going to be harvesting some of your fruit, you know, the end of summer, um, there's always fresh fruit. That's true. I mean, that's, that's just part of the whole seasons changing, right? You have your different foods that are going to occur. You're going to have your different tobaccos that you want to smoke during that time as well. Uh, so let's talk about it, man. So we, we are down here in the South, even though it may not be the imagery that comes to your mind. I mean, Pi Lawrence, you hit the nail on the head. You don't want to smoke it outside. You don't want to do anything outside down here at this time of year. So Given that most locations in the country, in the Southeast, you're going to have a harder time finding a place to smoke your pipe outside. What are some best practices? How, how do you make sure that you're uh, you know, doing your best to beat the heat, but still enjoying your pipe? I mean, definitely, if you're looking for a place to smoke indoors, um, and I think we were talking about this too, is New Orleans you know, has poor choices for yeah, smoking there's, indoors there's very because few. they passed all these laws, right? So you've got to find a bar or someplace that's got maybe an outside patio that does let you smoke, but has some sort of fan or cooler that's not going to affect your pipe. And of course, you know, if you are outside and there's a fan that's got a mister or something, you've got to have a wind cap or something on that on that pipe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, aside from that is finding your local tobacconist that you can go sit in and, and you know, partake there and make sure that you're, you know, patronizing your pay- Patronizing, what's the word? No, I think that is actually right. Pa- patronizing the, the, the shop. Um, and we always do that with our pipe club. We're always making sure that we're going to go to our meeting, but then make sure we're buying some tobacco or buying a cigar and, and smoking a cigar along with the with the pipe. Yeah, in some cases, you might have to drive, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes to find a place like, you know, the Country Squire, for instance. But yeah, or, or, you know, three hours. Yeah, three hours. As the case may be. Or yeah. 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you know what? It, what is right now your go-to place, Mark? I mean, I, I would, I think, I could be wrong here, but I think of the three of us, the laws in New Orleans are a bit more stricter than in Austin and, and Jackson. Well, I would say most of the time I'm not smoking in New Orleans. We have a uh, city right next door called Metairie, right. and uh, Mayan Imports is kind of the place of choice for, I guess, most smokers in the area. There's also Don Juan's, but that's more of a cigar, a cigar shop. But um, um, Mayan Imports is kind of like the the pipe center, I suppose. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So just offhand question, did the tinderbox close yes. that was in the mall? Yes. That's so they're gone. gone. Yeah. And like they didn't move, they just closed shop. Could you actually smoke in the tinderbox at the mall? You could. You could. Yes. Really? You could but the, yeah. S- yeah. the staff from the tinderbox moved over to Mayan. So oh, that wow. they, they retained the, all of the the person personage. The, the culture and such. Yeah. Interesting. That's a, that's a shame because tinderbox has just disappeared over completely the years. Completely gone. Yep. And ah, like retail wise, gone, yeah, yeah. Retail yeah. wise, they they just keep closing. You know, they were in retail shopping malls. I mean, it's one of the last uh, tobacco franchises or pipe franchises that you're going to find around. Correct. Uh, you know, and uh, there are there's the uh, there's a tinderbox I know in Memphis uh, that's on uh, Main Street, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, they, they're they're around, but they they are a little bit uh, harder to find. You know. Most of those franchises, though, I found that it is very dependent upon, like, the local manager and owner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Tinderbox is not Starbucks. 
Like there's not a set, you know, if, if I go into a Starbucks, I know that, you know, the, the, the coffee is going to be made a certain way. I know that I'm going to be, you know, like go, it sounds ridiculous, but I know that I can go to the bathroom and there will be a hook that I can hang up my briefcase. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's an aspect of, of yeah. knowing exactly what that experience is going to be. And while there are some similarities in the aesthetic of a lot of tender boxes, I, I've found that it's a little, you know, hit or miss based on the different locations I visit. Yeah. Less, less franchise, um, Organization, so to speak. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it makes sense to some extent. You want to make sure that the culture ma- matches wherever you're at. Well, yeah, I guess I guess it does make sense when you say that. You know, it kind of it stops with the uh, with the owner that when when they're ready to go, that that franchise dies. And there's something to that. Yeah. Well, all right. So uh, right now you've got kind of your your local spot. What about in Austin, man? Where, where are the kind of the hot spots to go when you're trying to beat the heat? We've got uh, three or four tobacco shops these days that are they're in business. One of ours, um, whom you actually met the the manager here at um, Heroes and Legacies, they have closed down. Oh, wow. Um, so their manager uh, had a heart attack, unfortunately, I believe. Oh, goodness. Um, did he make it? And he did not make it. Oh, goodness. And so the owner at that point uh, kept the shop open for about a year and decided to close shop. Oh, wow. So when they closed up, um, we had another uh, tobacco shop open up in very far north Austin that actually is a franchise for Smoker's Abbey in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, which has a huge cult following. So they just opened up in Austin. And then we have Habana House, uh, and they have two locations. And we have Pipe World that has two locations. So five shops. And the Austin Pipe Club meets at both Habana House and at Pipe World. And in Austin, I mean, are there other locations outside of just the the pipe shops that you can enjoy your pipe? Yes. Um, A lot of the uh, bars and pool places still allow you to smoke uh, inside. Outside of Austin city limits proper, uh, and then uh, they've got patios, covered patios that have some form of coolant outside. Yeah. So in, here in Mississippi, I mean, um, and Jackson specifically, it's it's getting harder and harder to find a, a good spot where you can actually be indoors. We do have a few bars that, uh, whether or not they're supposed to, they look the other way. And then we also, um, you know, have a ton. I mean, the the outdoor patio scene in the South is strong. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different places that are going to have those misters or the fans and everything that's going uh, and allow you to still, you know, enjoy your pipe, cigar, whatever it may be uh, out in the back. And so it's kind of a, a nice way to have those as well as kind of the local, you know, pipe shops as well. Yeah. Now, for you guys, what are y'all smoking this summer? Like, if, if you had to kind of recommend, you know, to someone who uh, is, is looking to kind of change things up, it's hotter outside, you know, they're, uh, they're shedding the winter clothes, they're getting out to the beach, they're doing all the, the things that you want to do during the summer, getting that nice, uh, cool lemonade. What, what, are you, what are you smoking with that? It's kind of funny. A friend of mine and I were just talking about this, and I had recommended to him uh, some of the Country Squire's own Peach Melba and mm. the... Um, the summer breeze. <laughs> what else? What's the other one that he just came out with? It's the honeydew. Honeydew. Uh, Delta honeydew. Delta That's honeydew. really, really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I'm smoking the, the lighter, sweeter aromatics, and maybe it's just again, it's change of seasons. But I'm smoking stuff like that, right? Your oranges and you know the uh, Orlick golden slice. Yeah, yeah. Orlick's good. Yeah. Yeah. Orlick is good, although the flavoring in Orlick is uh, uh, pemmican or. Pem- 
It's a wax. Okay. Wait, what? So it's not. A, the, so, Gorlick, Golden, Old Golden Slice and a few of the other ones, um, they use the pectin. It's pectin. And pectin is a preservative Perfect, um, yeah. that keeps flakes together, right? But it also has a citrus or orange taste. So, a lot of times when you're tasting these Virginias and you're like, I get a little hint of orange or a little hint of lemon, it's the that's the pectin oh, that wow. you're getting. So, that's actually a byproduct. It's not necessarily like the, the, the end game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, uh, and I learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I like some of those. Yeah. Um, I don't smoke a ton of Virginia, but I do like the stuff that's kind of a little orange taste to it over the summertime. Yeah. No, that's good, man. That's kind of getting my mouth watered for some good citrusy stuff. You know, the um, you know the Panama Jack we've talked about before, but they basically built a name brand around, Correct. you know, kind of the, uh, the summer beach, you know, chilling out on the side of... Uh, uh, of the ocean and, and, you know, putting back, uh, you know, putting back a couple of, uh, cold ones with your, uh, Panama Jack hat shirt and, uh, and puffing away on your, on your pipe. Have, have y'all, have y'all tried any of the Panama Jacks? I have not. I've been doing the, uh, pina colada and I gotta tell you, it's not my favorite. Don't they have like a strawberry daiquiri and a mango? Strawberry daiquiri and mango. They got a uh, le, le, uh, key lime pie. Ooh. Oh, that sounds interesting. See, that's the one that I'm actually kind of wondering if I, if I maybe should have gone with that instead of the pina colada. Cause I like pina coladas exclusively during the summer. Like that's one of those beverages, and that kind of goes for all kind of, you know, more fruit flavored bever- right. beverages. I generally don't like them, but if it's the summer, and yeah, you're on the beach, yeah, man. Yeah. So it makes sense that that would transfer over to the tobacco as well. Yeah. Go down to Florida, go to the Keys, smoke some key lime pie. Yeah, man. And then eat key lime pie. And then eat the key lime pie. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> key lime pie on a steak, <laughs> dude. You don't even have to do it in in, uh, in Florida. Alabama has some really nice beaches. Gulf and it's Shores, like yeah. half the price. <laughs> it's true. It's kind true. of an annual thing we do now is we go to Gulf Shores. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So I'm curious. I mean, like, you know, for for you guys, you're both very active in your um, in your pipe clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially Pylorns, you you in particular, you're not only active in your uh, pipe club, you're active, you know, you've been an, an influencer with a lot of different pipe clubs. Uh, and then Mark, you're, you kind of share time between New Orleans and, and the Magnolia Pipe Club from Correct. time to time. Uh, so what has been y'all's observation, like in the summer versus other, other seasons, um, is the pipe club still going strong or is there kind of a downtick in, uh, in membership? I think for us, at least in New Orleans Pipe Club, we do see a little less membership, you know, interaction during the summer i mean a lot of people yeah like they're in the fall and and winter we have a good crowd that comes out to my and the to 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 our to our our monthly um pipe club meeting but yeah during the summer i would say we do have a a downturn in in membership for sure and austin's the same it's dead man Um, we we have um so austin's a, a college town and so we get new members that are new pipe smokers in the fall and in the, in the spring that correlates with school starting, football season, stuff like that. All right. So, yeah, during the summertime, the, you know, the town empties out a little bit and we get a lot less members show up at our meetings. That and again, a lot of our pipe club members are cigar smokers and they switch to cigars. Some of them are, uh, you know, motorcycle riders. They're, they're parts of motorcycle groups and they smoke their cigar on their motorcycles all the time. 
And for some reason, that again, they don't want to hold the the pipe in their hand. Sure, and lynchers. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So so they 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 switch. And we we've talked. We've actually done a specific episode about kind of you know driving and smoking and kind of best practices. If you're going to do that, if you don't want to do that, it's fine too. But I mean, like cigar, I guess would make a little extra sense if if you you know if the worst happens and your you know face does ram into something, better to have a cigar which will collapse instantly you know, as opposed yes. to a, uh, a pipe which will not. <laughs> so that that does make some sense. From a from a motorcyclist standpoint, well, what about after motorcyclists? Is that not right? No, no, no. I was just laughing about the whole concept of a motorcyclist smoking a pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be, it'd be <laughs> interesting. I'm actually amazed that they smoke cigars all the time. <laughs> um, you know, Sean, God bless him, our vice president, he smokes stogie on his bike all the time. That's crazy. Constantly. I guess if you've got the helmet that's like the, the you know, the flat top with the, you know, the dome on it and everything, I guess there's some room for that as opposed to the more, you know, sleeker, modern helmets that are out there. Yep. Yeah, definitely. All right. So if you're going down in your membership during the summer, are you, is it at the end of the summer as, as the weather starts to kind of turn, are you seeing the return of your members or do you end up losing some members? Um, I don't think we lose them. We, um, we have a big roster, about 90 people that are, you know, rotate in and out on the club. Um, as far as our normal members, they're, they're in and out. Um, you know, generally our meetings, we have 10 to 15 people show up at our meetings and we we meet twice a month so it's a little bit more uh so we don't expect a ton but we have business meetings which is the first thursday right uh, first thursday of the month and those meetings we generally have more people and the second one's a little more social so we have you know three people show up right so uh we see a return of a lot of those smokers as soon as we get into a little bit cooler weather so you know end of september beginning of October, we start seeing a lot more people show up. You know, school is back in session. We get new people. Some of the people that were students that were part of the club show sure, up, yeah, things yeah. like that. Interesting. All right. Same for you? I would say so. At least for the New Orleans Pipe Club, I think we have, let's see, I'm, I'm trying to think here, probably 30, 35 dues-paying members. Um, on a regular, really good week, we probably have about 18 to 20 people that show up. During the summer, you're going to see that downturn to about 12, maybe huh. maybe 13. So yeah, yeah, I would I would anticipate in September, maybe 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 uh, maybe even to November, we'll probably see a um, a downturn, and then you'll in December you'll see it pick right back up. Interesting. Yeah, as it starts getting colder. You both are members of of uh, clubs where there are dues being paid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there is a bit of responsibility on the pipe clubs themselves to kind of create that right desirable experience. So Instead what? Of, yeah. Yeah. So so what? Are, what are some of the challenges? Like, what can pipe clubs do during the summer months to make sure they're still providing value to their members? I mean, at least for us, we do. We try to do some giveaways, like we'll do some tin giveaways. We'll do sometimes we'll give away a pipe. I mean, it just depends on what you know people have in their you know stashed away. Uh, we don't get a lot of like sponsorships per se, but you know, it just depends on what, what people have to kind of incentivize people coming. Yeah, that's good. So giveaways. I mean, if you've got, especially if there's a downturn, if you're doing kind of a, a raffle, then the odds are getting better for you to actually win. Give <laughs> away a car. Yeah, something to that. Yeah, very, very similar, right? If we've got some uh, some interesting news or things like that, we will put it out. And uh, right now, so not 
it's still during the summertime, but our slow smoke contest is going to be in September, and it's going to be a little bit before the Texas Pipe Show, so it allows our club to get some practice in. Mm. Um, so there's a little bit, you know, incentive there to to show up and practice to win the uh, slow smoke because we've got a really really nice pipe to give away for the slow smoke winner, and of course that person will go and represent us at the Texas Show with uh, the five or so Texas clubs. And a little inter-club rivalry, much like the New Orleans, the Magnolia right. Club and the That's New Orleans good. Club have a little bit of rivalry. We've got a. It's not really Texas. rivalry if you dominate them, Tough and yeah. they they just they don't even invite you back because they're bitter. It's like harsh. that's that's well, I mean, it's true. <laughs> it is harsh. It is harsh, but it is true. Tough love. Tough love. I'm just saying. Who, who's who's the leadership over there right now? Pappy. Pappy and me. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. The gauntlet has been thrown down. It has been thrown. Okay. As I recall, I did very well in New Orleans. <laughs> We're gonna have a little meeting after the after the uh, the recording of this. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's good. <laughs> no, we love we love our our, uh, our our cousins down in New Orleans. Uh, but that's good. So so kind of doing kind of the the ramp up for kind of the larger competitions that are gonna come in fall. If you're gonna you know, make regionals in order to to go national, right? Exactly. I like it. Uh, you know, another thing too is get creative, right? Like. Homemade ice cream. This is the season of homemade ice cream. Do like a homemade ice cream type deal. Tobacco popsicles? Could, oh, now that has that, happened. That has happened. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Although, I, as I recall, I think it was heavily recommended never again. Faces were melting. Yeah, it was, it was not not ideal. But, you know, uh, you know, whatever you enjoy doing, you know, in the heat, have a good excuse to actually get it together. If you got a pipe, for example, if you got a, a club member who might have a home pool and is cool with everybody like smoking their pipe at the home pool, have a pool party, man. Those are actually good ideas. Yeah. So like, you know, get get some folks together and it's a great excuse and it's something that kind of takes you outside of what your normal routine is yeah. uh, to, to kind of get some excitement going in the club. I'll also say that, you know, uh, as I mentioned, the ice cream, there's a lot of great opportunities to pair fun things with, uh, with your pipe tobacco as well. You know, you got several summer ales, some different experiences exclusive things that are out there. You got some frosty beverages, you know, you got various foods that people enjoy to eat during the summer where they like to go outside and cook around the grill and basically barbecue it up. Get some people together, have a barbecue. And if you should so happen to pair it up with tobacco, Hey, let us know how that worked out for you. That's I'm just throwing that out there. That's what I think that pipe club should do. John David, just, just jump on board. Man. I know. Right? Just <laughs> I'm, I, I'm really, I'm really curious to see what the community thinks. when we talk about this, what have they paired? You know, if you look at, you know, we were talking earlier about different sauces if you look at the carolina style oh, versus yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. versus like the memphis style your red versus yellow right what do you how are you pairing your your tobaccos with those different sauces yeah man and then, of course in texas we don't use sauce so you know what do you what do you do with well, it's, a, it's a whole nother there's so many different ways you could take it like like think about this you could be you could be a pipe club and a national pipe club barbecue day where every single pipe club gets together during the summer they have a barbecue they make their area barbecue space specialty you know if you're you know if you're in Memphis you're doing ribs if you're in Texas you're doing brisket you know like wherever you may be whatever your choice barbecue is you make that and then your whole group comes together they eat the barbecue they try some different tobaccos along with it and they think oh this one really pairs well and then you kind of enter that in let's be honest though there's a reason why Latakia smells like barbecue because it belongs together. Because it belongs together. There's something exactly. to that. Exactly. Man. All right. Well, look, we're, I'm just like, this is just, this is just coming up organically. That's all I'm saying. It just, it just came up organically. Yeah. I mean, we have to mention it three times, right? To, to start making an impact, right? 
So, so that's that's twice. Yeah, I got to tell you, as someone who has mentioned it more than three times, it, it's you know, <laughs> the rule of threes exists until you go beyond it, in which case you just like beat it to death until it's funny again. That's uh, <laughs> or until he does it, whichever happens first. But uh, one way or the other, gentlemen, thank y'all so much for coming on Country Squire Radio and also just being longtime listeners, big supporters of the show. You know, I'll, I'll never forget the first time I came to Austin, uh, getting a chance to meet you, Pi Lawrence, and, and the good folks there. I think we'd actually met in Jackson prior to that, but just kind of seeing like the local community there uh, was really, really impactful. And of course, Mark, you've always been a, a big help to the to the show and then popping up in Jackson every chance you get. Uh, and a, a great, a great uh, a first mate over on uh, the Squire Scallywag. Absolutely. So. <laughs> that's, that's good. Uh, but gentlemen, um, why don't you go ahead, kind of a little go around real quick, uh, plug whatever you got going on right now. Uh, we'll kick it, of course, to Mr. Pylorns himself first. Um, I'm going to just plug the pipe show, right? So October 6th in Fort Worth and October 5th, the day before, uh, we've got John David coming in doing a blending seminar at Tobacco Cabana. And then on October 6th, we've got the Texas Pipe Show. We've got uh, 10, 20 vendors going to show up. And uh, that's going to be at Pop's Safari Room. And it'll be uh, kind of all day. Uh, and we may or may not have an after party. We'll see. Keep checking the website. It's texaspipeshow.com. That's awesome, man. Mark, what's going on? At least for us, I'm going to plug our, uh, of course, our pipe club, our the New Orleans Pipe Club. If you're in the New Orleans area, please, we come. We meet every second Thursday of the month um, from 6 to 8.30 at Mine Imports in Fat City and Metairie. So we'd love to have you if you're in the, in the area. That's awesome, man. All right. Well, guys, thank you all so much for coming on Country Square Radio. All right, man. I, I know we went in on the, 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 the tobacco and barbecue pairing a lot, <laughs> but but I mean, like, come on. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, barbecue's great. Summer's great. Pipes are great. Uh, and that's just where you want to leave it. And, and, you know, there's lots of great things in the world, you know. All right. Well, let, let me sell you on this one other mu- thing. Mu- let me- mu- mustard is great and cake is great. Listen, shouts out, by the way, again, to Mark VV and, uh, and Pi Lawrence yeah, for, absolutely. for Good, joining us. Dear, dear friends, I mean, we, our, our community just uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be as great without either of them. Absolutely. Either of them. Yeah. Let me tell you this. You know what's great with barbecue and tobacco? What? Corn. Yes. You get that corn on the cob. Yes. You eat that Back. corn on the cob. It's delicious. That's right. And like, wouldn't you want to pair your delicious brisket with your corn on the cob? You're smoking some tobacco. What do you think would make for the perfect smoking pipe? The perfect smoking pipe for that kind of combination? Yes. The, in, in in summertime? It's got to be. Missouri Meerschaum. That's right, man. <laughs> great corn cob pipes. They're great corn cob pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. That's exactly right. So if you're, if you're manning the grill this summer... Uh, you may really like uh, one of their small pipes, like the short stop or the mini, uh, which is going to give you just enough of a bowl to kind of, uh, you know, tip in and out as you're having to really watch that, uh, watch the, the the clock and, you know, make sure that chicken is just uh, turned over at the right times and everything. Uh, a, a pipe that's not going to take your, uh, you know, focus away from what's really important at that time. Uh, after dinner, you may really enjoy something with a large bowl, something that, uh, you know, is going to go great with your favorite summer beer or uh, maybe clear liquor to enjoy that uh, that that uh, evening with the crickets in the background, you know. And so <laughs> you may be looking more for uh, you know something like the Legend or even the Mark Twain or the Country Gentleman, a uh, a corn cob pipe uh, for any occasion. Uh, certainly during the beautiful summertime. Yeah, no matter what your situation is, a corn cob pipe from Missouri Meerschaum is a great way to go. It's a wonderful way to get the cool, delicious taste of every single tobacco. So if you haven't checked it out, check them out, Missouri Meerschaum. And hey, if you got a Missouri Meerschaum pipe and you're out there smoking it while you're cooking up your barbecue, definitely take a picture of that. Tweet that <laughs> in. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe question of the week. All right, Matt. Pipe question of the week comes in from Raphael. I think it's Raphael. Pipe question of the week that comes in from Raphael D. Gomez. All right. So here's what Raphael says. Yeah. He says, I want to know what your thoughts are about using radiator type pipes in cold weather. Dude, we're doing a complete 180 this, uh, this Boy, time. Boy, no kidding. Yeah. Pipes such as the Falcon, Kristen, Hector, Weaver. Kirsten. Kirsten, yep. uh, Hector, Weber's radiator, etc. I know they have briar bowls, but with cooling and wicking action from the radiator, I wonder if they would be especially good in the cold due to the more extreme temperature difference. And again, that's from Raphael D. Gomez. Yeah, Raphael, great question. You know, I, I personally don't have a lot of experience smoking a pipe in super cold weather. Uh, I, I just don't. And, you know, that's for a variety of reasons. Obviously, we're in the South, but but also, I have the luxury. Yeah, what is cold weather? Yeah, what what is cold? Yeah, I've, I've heard of this and stories and whatnot. Uh, is that like when when the heat's so bad, but you're not dead yet? Is right. that is that the cold? Exactly. Uh, no, you know it. it but it, it's not just being here. It's also uh, that uh, most of my smoking is actually inside. You know, I don't really mm, have a lot. Right. I, I still yeah. smoke inside mostly, and so um, you know that's a that's a part of it too. I have heard anecdotes, and you know, just from from. Uh, happy pipe smokers that uh, those 
uh, pipes, particularly the uh, radiator pipes, the Kirsten pipes. Uh, you know, these are great pipes to smoke uh, when it's cold outside. Uh, I, I've I've heard that uh, a lot. You know, um, and and so frankly, I don't really know. Uh, you know, the science behind that. I don't know necessarily why. Uh, you know that works better than others, but uh, but I have heard a lot of uh, a lot of folks say that these pipes are really durable. You know they they are. Mm. Um, you know they can take uh, you know take take quite the abuse, and uh, you know in that time of year when you're you know outside uh, the heat cold variance, you know that can do a number on a pipe, and so you're a lot more safe. Uh, obviously, uh, you know taking something that's been at room temperature, bringing it into a super cold environment, then heating it up letting it cool back down, bringing it back inside, you know, it, it, you're a lot safer, frankly, with a, with a pipe that has some some metal in it and uh, is going to conduct that heat better. You know, these radiator pipes, they're they're beautiful. They uh, are, are, are quirky and funky, but, man, they just work great, and they smoke uh, they smoke great. Uh, Quincy Worthington, uh, a good friend of mine up in uh, Indiana, he, uh, he gifted me one recently. And, oh, man, wow. the pipe is just such a good smoking pipe, man. It's got... Uh, just the right size bowl, but it but because of its unique properties, you know, it's uh, taking all that moisture, uh, conducting the heat really well. Uh, it smokes really clean, uh, and I, I don't see any reason why that wouldn't be a great fit for wintertime or, frankly, summertime. Yeah, it's great, great yeah. question. You know, it's uh, I mean, and it's apropos. This is the this is the extreme temperature episode to some extent, so <laughs> uh, it, it fit in perfectly. Let's talk about smoking a pipe underwater. Maybe we should try that. or in space. I don't know. Oh, that should happen. <laughs> Raphael, thanks so much for that question. Hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send it in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Again, that's show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Quick Fire with the Squire. Quick Fire 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 more on them yeah. in just a minute. Yeah. Uh, all right. These uh, these are a return to Chaplain Corey's summertime uh, summertime questions. Uh, this is this is exciting. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Pool or beach? And again, this is to cool off. It's the summer. Beach. To cool off? What the? Oh. See, that's the thing that throws uh, me off it. about this. I got this. you. If you're trying to cool off, well, yeah, the pool. I mean, I, but we can't go to the beach. We live in the, you know, in Jackson, Mississippi. Alabama has some nice beaches. We don't compliment Alabama at all. Uh, <laughs> well, we don't because we're in Mississippi and Alabama right. is the only thing keeping us from being last when they do that, but typically we're last. Right. And, but <laughs> I will say this. The benefit of Alabama, it took me a long time to, to be able to get to a place where I was comfortable to say this. Yeah. There are some nice beaches in Alabama. They're like half the price than like Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like that's right. You walk two feet over to Alabama and like you're paying half the price. That's true. Some good stuff going on over there. That's true. Me and the fam went down there and uh and had a had a beautiful time in in Alabama. Uh cooling off in, in the in the water there. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say pool. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna say beach. <laughs> wax poetically about the, the beaches uh in our uh, sister state and uh <laughs> And and then go with the pool. Well, I'll say yeah. if I'm Mississippi, that's the pool definitely. That's good. No, yeah. I, no, I like the beach. I absolutely like the beach. Uh, small concert venue or live music at a local bar. Uh, live music at a local bar, probably eight times out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, here in Mississippi, the local bar is our small concert venue. <laughs> we really don't have. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's like yeah. we got we got dueling here well, in Jackson. Dueling Hall, and you know, occasionally we get an act at Thalumara, Hallen Mal's, um, which is also a bar. Thalumara seems kind of like a larger. I mean, like compared yeah, to the Coliseum, right. it's smaller, but yeah. it's not a 
Yeah. It's not like a good spot. We, we need like some good, like, you know, offbeat here in Jackson. They've got, you know, a good small space for some things, but even that's a lot of standing room. It, it'd be cool if we had um, some more mid to small size concert places. But in lieu of that, yeah, definitely local bar, live music. Yeah. Uh, smoking outside, even if it's hot or only at the Squire. <laughs> Well, I mean, my heart is at the Squire now. Only at the Squire? I don't know. But uh, but, but yeah, smoking at the Squire is, is much more fun for me. Oh, I mean, it's only at the Squire. Like, if, if, the, if the goal is smoking outside, even if it's hot, it's only at the Squire. Right. But I'll say this, and this is no slight to the Squire, it could be anywhere if it keeps me from smoking outside while it's hot. <laughs> true. It's just, that just seems miserable. True. <laughs> so true. Well, hey, these are great quick fire questions again from Chaplain Corey. And of course, quick fire questions brought to us by our good friends at the Tent Society. Yes. If you haven't checked out the Tent Society, you absolutely should. TentSociety.com is the place to do it. Uh, this is a great way to get, uh, basically, it, I mean, it's a tobacco subscription service where you get curated blends sent to your door every single month. Uh, you get a chance to try out tobaccos, some that you maybe have never even heard of some that you've never tried before maybe some of your old favorites but one way or the other not only do you get these great tobaccos you also kind of get these it's almost kind of hard to say it but it's like these instructional descriptive factors to let you know not just about the tobacco that you're enjoying and where it came from but also the flavor profiles it's like john david in a box <laughs> that's terrifying now that that should be their slogan <laughs> we need to look we, we need to talk about that john david in a box it's john david in a box <laughs> You put John David in the box. Anyway, that's the Tent Society. You got to check him out. Uh, com is the place to do it. Use the code SQUIRE when you do. You get 20% off on your first month's service. Again, com. Use the code SQUIRE for your first month's service. Curated tobaccos every single month. Occasionally, even a special prize as well. So mm. check it out. Let them know you heard about it here. Again, SQUIRE at com for 20% off on your first month's service. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, man, this is kind of of a longer listener feedback. Yeah. But I wanted to include it because I know how much you love history. Yeah. Like you're you're a history guy. Yeah. And this is this is kind of cool. This comes in from Russell Burrow. And it's one of those times where the listener feedback section is almost like a small essay and I'm not going to read it because dyslexia. So I, <laughs> so you're going to read this one. You, you don't you don't want to uh, make our listeners suffer more than they already do. Exactly. Right. <laughs> what did Russell say? Yeah, he says I'm a new CSR listener, 25 plus year pipe smoker. My family is from Ada, Oklahoma, where the Chickasaw Nation has a huge presence. I've been uh, bringing uh, I'm sorry. I've been binging through the CSR episodes, oldest to newest, and I just finished with the April 18th show where you mentioned the Choctaw and Chickasaw. According to what I understand, the original Chickasaw, Mississippi lands were in the northern half of your state. In the mid-18th century, a Scottish trader named James Logan Colbert lived in with the Chickasaw for 40 years and during that time married three Chickasaw wives. Uh, his sons became leaders in the tribe and were part of the negotiating party uh, who dealt with the government during the ceding of native lands. As a result of those negotiations, the Chickasaw tribe left their lands during a, during a more opportune time of the year, incurring less suffering during the journey. Also, instead of accepting a land-for-land deal, the Chickasaw received money for their land. They used part of that money to purchase all the land their tribe needed in the Oklahoma Territory from the Choctaw. Uh, the Colbert line has continued on through the tribe to this day, uh, with several tribal governors and legislators claiming de- descent from James Logan Colbert. 
All of this to tell you an idea that occurred to me. <laughs> if you take the Choctaw blend and make it more like a Scottish mixture, you'll, you'd have a perfectly named Chickasaw blend. Just saying. <laughs> Russell Burrow, man, that dude, that, that's actually great. You know, we, uh, we, we do have, uh, we do have Choctaw at the Country Squire. We have uh, Cherokee. Um, the Choctaw uh, used to be Cherokee number one. Is that your oldest blend? Uh, Ch- Cherokee, it, the the iterations of Cherokee are um, among our oldest blends. Right, They're probably right. not quite as old as uh, Black Arrow, Cornishman, uh, Tidewater. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, we we have had uh, Cherokee forever. Choctaw became uh, Cher- or Cherokee number one. We had Cherokee one, two, and three. Uh, that, that became Choctaw. Um, and we have uh, the Choctaw Nation, of course, in the state of Mississippi, That's which right. is, you know, a big part of our state and... Uh, you know we're we're very proud of that, um, and, and so but th- this is interesting. So you take you take that and you uh, you add the addition of you know some Scottish elements, and then all of a sudden you've got a you've got a Chickasaw blend. I, I don't I don't know. We yeah, that might have some legs. Yeah, yeah so that, that's 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 good. I saw James Logan. It made me think of Wolverine, because like Wolverine, you know X Men. Yeah, the guy with the scissors that comes out of his hand. Yeah, close enough. So he <laughs> he was known as Logan for the longest time, but then it was you found out later on that his actual like birth name was James. Okay, I'm, I'm just wondering if there's any like connection. Then they're, they're probably not. But I just know when I saw that I was I just you never know. Maybe think of Wolverine. That's where my <laughs> head's at. Russell, thanks for that little little bit of a history lesson there from Russell. And hey, if you've got a history lesson for us or any kind of feedback, we love getting those in. Be sure to send those in to show at countrysquireradio.com. We also love getting those iTunes reviews in. You know, we we you know, that's a great way to find out. You know what? I'll just put it this way. We we thrive off your affirmation. <laughs> is that is, that, is quite, that too honest? Quite literally. And we need it. <laughs> so, so head over to iTunes and let us feed know. Our, feed our codependency. We need it. We need it. So head over to iTunes, write us a review. We really appreciate that. It doesn't uh, cost you a dime to do, but if you are willing to uh, spend a few dimes to help support the show, head over to patreon.com slash countrysquireradio.com where you can become a patron or in fact a full-fledged club member. More details about that again at country patreon.com slash country squire radio you can also keep up with us throughout the week you can follow me i'm at the real bow york i'm at john david cole or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire of course all that information and more can be found at country radio.com uh yeah that is the information that you need to know so there you go. <laughs> well, man, this is a, this has been a fun episode. It's a little bit different. Obviously, there's almost kind of a panel style discussion oh, with good. Yeah. Uh, some longtime listeners, definite friends of the show. You know, the, the great thing about both Pylorns and, and Mark VV is that you know, and, and they're 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 a group. They're, they're part of like a um, like a core group of folks that I feel like we've known like since the earliest days of this podcast. No, that's true. I mean, yeah. they, they feel like cousins almost like it's not yeah. just friends. Like you're, you almost like blood. That's, that's, like, that's at that point of your family. Right. Right. And so, and so it was really, uh, like how's mama and them. Right. Exactly. So yeah. it's, you know, it's always great to have those guys on mic, but to kind of sit down together around the table and, uh, you know, just, just bond a little bit about the, about the craft and, and the industry. It's a, uh, it's a blast. That's man. great, man. I'm so glad they could join you. And, uh, dude, we, um, we love them and, and love the community, man. We're, we're here for y'all. Well, hey, man. Let's go tonight. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 